Good morning. Our psalm today is Psalm 5 on page 347. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 is on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shall thou hear betimes, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hath no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, in the multitude of thy mercies, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward the holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth, their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre, they flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God, let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving up thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt give them thy blessing unto the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the book of Second Kings. In the seventh year of Jehu, Jehoash became king, 
and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zebiah of Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the sight of the Lord all the days in which Jehoiada the priest instructed him. But the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. And Jehoash said to the priests, All the money of the dedicated gifts that are brought into the house of the Lord, each man's census money, each man's assessment money, and all the money that a man purposes in his heart to bring into the house of the Lord, let the priests take it to themselves, each from his constituency, and let them repair the damages of the temple, wherever any dilapidation is found. Now it was so, by the twenty-third year of King Jehoash, that the priests had not repaired the damages of the temple. So King Jehoash called Jehoiada the priest and the other priests and said to them, Why have you not repaired the damages of the temple? Now, therefore, do not take more money from your constituency, but deliver it for repairing the damages of the temple. And the priests agreed that they would neither receive more money from the people, nor repair the damages of the temple. Then Jehoiada the priest took a chest, bored a hole in its lid, and set it beside the altar, on the right side as one comes into the house of the Lord. And the priests who kept the door put there all the money brought into the house of the Lord. So it was, whenever they saw that there was much money in the chest, that the king's scribe and the high priest came up and put it in bags, and counted the money that was found in the house of the Lord. Then they gave the money, which had been apportioned, into the hands of those who did the work, who had the oversight of the house of the Lord. And they paid it out to the carpenters and builders who worked on the house of the Lord, and to masons and stonecutters, and for buying timber and hewn stone to repair the damage of the house of the Lord, and for all that was paid out to repair the temple. However, there were not made for the house of the Lord basins of silver, trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, articles of gold, or articles of silver, from the money brought into the house of the Lord. But they gave that to the workmen, for they repaired the house of the Lord with it. Moreover, they did not require an account from the men into whose hands they delivered the money to be paid to the workmen, for they dealt faithfully. The money from the trespass offerings and the money from the sin offerings was not brought into the house of the Lord. It belonged to the priests. Haziel, king of Syria, went up and fought against Gath and took it. Then Haziel set his face to go up to Jerusalem, and Jehoash, king of Judah, took all the sacred things that his fathers, Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah, kings of Judah, had dedicated, and his own sacred things, and all the gold found in the treasuries of the house of the Lord, and in the king's house, and sent them to Haziel, king of Syria, that he went away to Jerusalem. Now the rest of the acts of Joash, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And his servants arose and formed a conspiracy, and killed Joash in the house of the Milo, which goes down to Silla. For Josachar, the son of Shimeah, and Jehozabad, the son of Shomer, his servants, struck him. So he died, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. They'd, then Amaziah, his son, reigned in his place. Here ended the first lesson. Kadium Laudamus on page 10.
We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, Help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the first chapter of the Epistle to Timothy. <clears throat> this you know, that all those in Asia have turned away from me, among whom are Phagellus and Hermogenes. The Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me, and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he arrived in Rome, he sought me out very zealously and found me. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. And you know very well how many ways he, mis he ministered to me at Ephesus. Be strong in grace, my son. Be strong in the grace that is in Jesus, Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among the many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. 
be ready for the second lesson. Jubilate Deo. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Almighty God, who has knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship, in the mystical body of thy Son, Christ our Lord, grant us grace so to follow thy blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those unspeakable joys which thou hast prepared for those who unfeignedly love thee, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have in our second king story today the, the account of the king Joash, of whom it is said that he did what was right in, in the sight of the Lord, except he didn't, he still, he didn't take down the, the high places. 
this this chapter is coming on the heels of the eradication of the Baal cult in Israel, which began, which was the, really the focus of the ministry of Elijah and Elisha, and 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 the end result or the the, the sort of judgment was brought out about by the anointing of Jehu, who um, enacted the judgment, and then it came down into Jerusalem with uh, with the, the Queen Mother in our story yesterday. So that's all eradicated. So the really um, virulent anti-Yahweh strain in Israel is gone. And now we're back to a king who is concerned about the temple, but tolerates the high places, which are, are seen as kind of localized, which are localized uh, shrines where people worship locally, which which really aren't consistent with the temple worship, but but they're not as bad as the Baal cult. So there's kind of ordinary compromise happening under Ram Jehoash. The one thing that does come up, apparently there's a, a collection of money for temple repairs that is taken in the terms of the Torah. This would be the free will offering. And apparently these kind of offerings are being made and the priests were just taking it to use for however and not repairing the temple. So the king kind of calls that to account because according to the Torah, the, the priests and Levites are supported by the tithe, that is the first fruits of the, of the field that come in. And so the free will offerings are supposed to go for the, the building repair. So the king um, puts attention to that and, and gets and has some of that kind of work done and metaphorically, the idea of building the temple um, is a spiritual model. Also, talk I think it harkens forward to building the church. That we are the body of Christ being built up in the spirit. So the renewal of the church, the eradication of the bad represented by the Baal cult, the renewal of the church is always the strengthening of the body. Here, it's not the physical building, but the building up of each member of the body into a strong structure in which God dwells. And um, as, an, as the as sort of at the end of the thing, we, we, there's a threat from Syria. And we remember how far we've fallen from the, <clears throat> excuse me, the golden age of David and Solomon, where um, all the, the neighboring countries were paying tribute to Israel. Now, Israel is, or the kingdom of Judah is a subject state that has to sort of buy off Hazael to keep him from attacking. And it kind of contrasts with, with, you know, the faith of King David, remember, whenever he was faced with the overwhelming odds, he just thought, hey, God's going to do this. <clears throat> and he trusted in God. And he won these great victories. And now we don't have that faith in the kings of Israel. We have kind of, oh, well, let's send them some gold and buy them off. And so we, we never get back to, to, the, to the kind of faith and, and preeminence of, of, of David and Solomon. In the Timothy lesson, we get, we, we mentioned yesterday, this is probably St. Paul's last letter and he's probably in jail in Rome, and he's bemoaning the fact that some have abandoned him. You know, he's all this ministry he's given his life to, and some people have abandoned him, except for Anisiphorus, who has is, who is, um, uh, been faithful to him in his chains, and he commends him. And against that backdrop, then, he, he exhorts Timothy to be strong. Timothy, who's kind of been, in, in the letters we get from Paul, you know, is younger, is sometimes a little bit timid in his ministry, <clears throat> may, maybe didn't uh, always command the, the respect that, that Paul commands. And so he's exhorting him to be strong and uh, to embrace suffering. And suffering here is not like 
masochistic suffering, pain for pain's sake, but it's as Paul has embraced whatever came to him as a consequence of his faithfulness to Jesus, he embraced as part of his share in the cross, and he would endure in that share of the cross in the hope, in, in the promise and certainty that the Lord would reward him for that faithful endurance. So Timothy now is a good soldier of Christ is to faithfully persevere in his work here. And St. Paul says, interesting thing, you know, that I'm in chains, but the word of God is not chained. And, and St. Paul is very conscious that God is doing his work through St. Paul in jail, through Timothy, um, a rather a young and, and somewhat timid man. God, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. God does his work. God's always doing his work. Our call is to embrace our share of that work, to persevere through the, the whatever struggles we have to be faithful. And a key thing he says here, I endure all things, St. Paul says, for the sake of the elect. He's aware that his own suffering has a vicarious impact on the body. And this is part of the, the um, theology of the church as a body of Christ. And we just take the analogy to a natural body. The fact that if my arm is hurt and I repair it to make it strong, that strong arm benefits the whole body. So we are members of the body of Christ and whatever we're wrestling with, if, as we persevere and grow in Christ through our struggles, the whole body is strengthened. So we should endure whatever comes upon us for the sake of the whole body, which remember it, it's a, this is something that those, you know, who knows the, the, this perspective of systems theory that we're not isolated individuals. We're always connected and our healthy behavior, our faithfulness always resounds to the health of the body. And so we are to be strong and, and, and follow St. Paul in that example. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It's great to pray with you today. Thank you, Barb and Robert, for co-leading. Excellent message again, Bishop. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank Have you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, kiddos.